Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it Well, 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 welcome everybody to Blog Talk Radio, The Catch. After the catch of the day, which is uh, our blog um, that we send out to uh, our readers, and now we are, uh, we are on the air once a week with uh, sometimes a guest, um, and the sometimes... I'm the guest, which is the way it's going to be uh, tonight, because we're going to talk some more about what we're doing on our site. We call it the 21-Day Challenge, and uh, uh, Gunnar and I are going to talk about that together. Uh, Gunnar is our producer up in Portland. He's our, he's our host. Would you please uh, welcome Gunnar? Hi, Gunnar. How are you doing? I am I'm doing well. A little bit heartbroken today, but I'm I'm hanging in there. <laughs> with the with the rest of USA. You know, we we're, are going to talk about that just a little bit because um yeah. it's kind of hard not to. I I I, uh, I I was even thinking yesterday that um you know, they should have they should have uh called an emergency session of Congress and uh named this a national holiday. So people could legitimately stay home from work or play hooky or which they did anyway, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) Well, they sure did where I was watching the match. It was, it was standing room only. Let me tell you. Is that right? Where were you? I was at a place called big Al's in, uh, in uh, pure in Oregon. They've got a couple, it's like huge, like it's kind of like the ESPN sports zone down there your way. And And it was, it was standing room only. Um, until the very end, and uh, it was it was wow. something else. Wow, I bet I thought that was fun. I that was fun. Oh, it was it, it was a, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun, and um and it was just every you could just feel everybody was on the on the edge of their seats the entire match. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of those. It was one of those, and you know, there's uh we got it. We got to feel proud about our guys. There's there's no way around that. Um, they play their hearts out, and uh, sure I don't did. think there's anyone anyone who would disagree with that. And uh, I I was you're right. I was so I was so happy they got that goal um, yeah. too because at that point when they were two down, it was kind of the balloon was totally deflated. It just seemed like oh that's it. It's you know let's all go home. I don't even want to watch this anymore. Kind of thing, you know, and then. Bang, they got a goal, and all of a sudden you're going, holy moly, we've got 15 minutes. There's no reason why they couldn't score another one. <laughs> well, so I'll tell you I what, you're absolutely was, right. That was great. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, when Julian Green, I mean, I think that was just like his first touch of the game, and he scores a goal, <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, it's just like he comes in, bam, and suddenly there's life, you know, back into our bones, mm-hmm. and then they – they turned it on, and I'll tell you what, our goalie, uh, Howard, 
I mean, he was just in beast mode the entire match. I mean, he was yeah. he was a machine. But, uh, you know, I think on, on Belgium, I mean, De Bruyne, you know, the number seven there on, on Belgium, he was just like yeah. everywhere. He was all over the place. And, you know, sooner or later you knew he was going to put one in for him. And, and, and of course, he yeah. did, uh, putting him up 1-0. But, uh, boy... It was so much fun watching it. With there were so many, I mean, viewing parties across the country, and and it was just a lot of fun to see people come together and um, put work on hold, I guess, for just a little bit, and and then back yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's been kind of a. It certainly has captured the the nation. That's for sure. And uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever be quite the same as far as so- soccer is definitely uh, coming into its own. I think more and more here. So, which is great. Yeah. It's great for the schools and it's great for the kids because it's always been a good sport for kids, you know. And uh, uh, well, now, now, now it's, it's starting to come from the top down too. So uh, yes, you know. Well, yeah. it was it, it was fun, John. I got a chance today. I actually watched the, the match with uh, Don uh, Brenneman from you know or you know a couple weeks oh, back. Oh yeah. You know we had. Yeah, yeah, Don talking about yeah, and so we got a chance to sit down Great. and watch the match together and share more stories about you know what's going on um, in Africa through soccer and, and through what, what they're doing and of course we want to invite uh, you know anyone listening to this podcast on Blog Talk Radio to go back and check out the uh, the episode with mm-hmm. Don Brenneman and find out what they're doing and and so it was really neat to kind of touch base again. Um, you know, with that, but, but, but John, I got to tell you, before we came online uh, tonight for the podcast, you know, we were talking about the 21 day challenge and talking mm-hmm. about the missed opportunity, which is the name of the catch today as you launched into the, mm-hmm. the new covenant and this 21 day challenge. And then we talked about the soccer and just the result between Belgium and us <laughs> build the bridge for us from the game and pivot us towards <laughs> what you talked about this morning and the missed opportunities we launched the 21-day challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it is interesting, the parallels that are there, um, because uh, here we are starting out. Uh, we're going to spend, on the catch, we're going to spend 21 consecutive days in a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, through, uh, well, this time we're going to go through chapter 4, about verse 12. So we're going to cover about two chapters in 21 days. Each day uh, I'm going to do a writing uh, about a certain piece of that. And then um, we're going to have some questions. And that's what the challenge is. Uh, everybody's going to be challenged to, uh, to answer a question, to go do something or record something, maybe take a picture, post it, uh, write a letter to somebody, who knows? There's going to be uh, uh, something to do um, tangible every day and to help drive this, this message home. And we we are, uh, are so committed to the message of the New Covenant only because we have discovered um, it's life-changing. And uh, especially in relationship to people who come into the church and then... It, because it happens to everybody, Gunner. Everybody t- leans towards being a Pharisee and a legalist. It, it happens. It's, it's the nature of religion. Um, I'm sure that that's why uh, Jesus had Pharisees in his day. 
because the way he relates to the Pharisees is the way he relates to the hypocritical religious people. People, and, and, and that can be Christians. It very much can be. And it was my life for a good deal of time. What it is, is whenever, whenever you put your life under, under uh, uh, some kind of a system of change, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. And we, we have our life marked out in ways in which we can measure it and ways in which we can come off looking better than the guy next to us so we can compare. And uh, those are all marks of Pharisees, and it's also marks of legalism. And the new covenant is what stops that. It just stops that kind of thing in its tracks. And that's why I think it's so good for Christians, because everybody in the church, sooner or later, I don't care how uh, long or how little they've been a Christian, is going to succumb to some kind of pharisaical attitude and, and lifestyle. And the New Covenant cuts through that. And the, right off the bat, the way it does, is that the, the passage where we start, Paul talks about the fact that he, he went to, uh, he was on his missionary journey. He went to Troas, which is in uh, uh, Asia Minor, Macedonia area. And um, he was expecting to meet Titus mm-hmm. there, one of the uh, other uh, disciples, one of the early members of the early church who is traveling um, with Paul on this particular journey. And uh, it was part of their plan to meet Titus and probably spend a little bit of time in Troas because what the scripture says is the Lord had opened a door for us, um, a door for the gospel. But Paul goes on to say that, however, he says, because my spirit was so anxious because I could not find my brother Titus there. I left them and went on to Macedonia. And it's a very, very clear statement. I've, I've, I've looked at it in many different translations. I've talked to Bible scholars. Everyone agrees it's just like it looks like. Paul, the Lord opened the door for Paul, and Paul didn't go through it. He did not, um, even though it was an open door for the gospel, he was unable to do that because he was tied up in a knot emotionally. He was emotionally distraught and worried, it says anxious, um, about, about Titus. And because of that, he left. He went right by the open door. And isn't that a, I think it's a great way to start out a gospel, um, a, a teaching that's going to change our lives because Paul starts with one of the times when he actually reveals his own humanity, his own humanness, his struggle. And the, here's the amazing thing, though, Gunnar, the very next verse, but, and that but is important because of the contrast, but thanks be to God who always leads us in his triumph in Christ and manifests through us the fragrance of the knowledge of him in every place. An amazing thing is, here he is saying, all right, I just walked by an open door. I just said no to God. I just blew my own scripture. You know, (laughs) how about that? I mean, 
Paul says, Paul was the one who said, don't be anxious about anything. But with everything, in prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's in Philippians. I think he wrote that probably. Paul knew that truth. He knew that truth. And yet here he was, uh, not able to listen to his own words, his own truth. You know? And, And I think that's... I don't know. I don't know you, but I, I'm I'm heartened by this because I know myself, yeah. and, and I know yeah. how, how prone to, to to missing things and how uh, failure and um, frail my human frailty and getting tied up in my emotions. Oh boy, that's a big one for me, and uh, and all that can render you ineffective. Mm. And yet, here Paul, the very next breath, thanks be to God. Anyway. Because God is doing something in and through my love. That's the first lesson we learned. And that kind of opens the door to what the new covenant is all about, which is everything coming from God and nothing coming from us except showing up. That's really the new covenant. And uh, it's a way we're going to have an effective ministry in the world. And, and without it, it's, we're just running, we're going to run out of gas. We're just running on our own strength. So well, I think we're going to put it, yeah? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it just sure does, starts the, just right off the bat, it just kind of levels it's that amazing. playing field, you know. And I, I love what you write. Uh, the new covenant begins in human failure. It begins at a place we can all claim. This opening example from the life of Paul in itself is a terribly freeing bit of good news. The new covenant operates in our lives in spite of ourselves. Yeah. Yep. Love it. And so, so, so we want to make things. I suppose you could say, you know, a lot of those those uh, soccer balls went right by that goal. <laughs> there were yeah, there was there one were. there at the end. <laughs> Wasn't there one there at the end that I thought for sure was oh, going to yeah. go in, and it missed, and it missed, yep. and we miss we miss in our lives so many things. But, but we can always say, thanks be to God, who always yeah. leads us in his, his trust in Christ and manifests the, the sweetness of the knowledge of him. It's, it's not based on our activity and all the great things we're doing for God. It's based yeah. on the fact that Christ is in us, and that mm. puts off a fragrance. And I believe, not everyone, sometimes whether we know it or not, it's there. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and God can use our lives as a result, even when we're, um, mm-hmm. we're rendering ourselves, you know, humanly ineffective. Still yeah. doing something, he's still doing something. He's still leading well, us. Well, you know, and, and, and John, I think that's such an important thing to remember. I think a lot of times when we read these, this, this opening passage, you know, we, we, we tend to just kind of, you know, latch on to, but thanks be to God and that part, but we don't think about the, you know, right before mm-hmm. that. And, and so often I think that, you know, we beat ourselves up, you know, over yeah. and over and over and we become, you know, um, we lead ourselves captive to, to beating ourselves up over and over and over because we missed opportunities or this. And so oh. I mean, how brilliant, how brilliant is this? You know, why do we beat ourselves up so much, John? Yeah, because, because we're, 
we're we're going on on the old covenant. We're not we're not trusting. Yeah. We don't believe. We don't believe that God really loves us unconditionally, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever we do or don't do. God loves us to start with. It's not we don't earn that love. He loves us to begin with, and um, and and, and the, the things that we do come out of that. It's not it's not that we're trying to um, to to achieve something or trying to make something. Or so when we see ourselves split, you know, uh, or blow it, we we beat ourselves up. I mean, that's there there is really no place for guilt in a believer's mm-hmm. life. But I tell you, it, there is every every believer on the face of the earth struggles with it. I sure do. Yeah. We all yeah. we all struggle with guilt, and it's just because we forget we're not trusting in God's love for us and His forgiveness and the fact that He is going to use us. It's not it's not what we do for Him. It's what He does in and through us that's going to make a difference in the world. This is so powerful, John. In that you know, I think that. You know, I look at sometimes, the, you know, the subculture and things like that. It seems like we are so bound to the old covenant, you know, and the law yeah. and, and such, and that we do, we, we fail to build that bridge, you know, or, or to receive that which, which, which Jesus has done for us, you know, in the new covenant. And this is such an important piece to start with, I think, and to really begin this journey of freedom, as you call it, in the new covenant, yeah. is, is to break the chains of the old covenant, right? Right, right. And it... And you know, Gunner, I like to call this sometimes the most um, the, uh, the most uh, uh, incredible news uh, uh, and the most little known in the church. Yes. Um, and, and yet, it should be the best known. Um, yes. And that that's there's a tragedy here that I really believe that there are a lot of Christians who simply have not heard this message because. We talked about this last week. Gunner. Remember, it, it yeah. takes it takes somewhat of a vulnerable person to relay this message to someone. Paul, yes, Paul was Paul was being vulnerable right there. He told us exactly what happened in his life, and mm. and and look what happens. We all get we all get encouraged by that. You know, yes. Paul could kick himself out. Oh, yeah, I missed that open door. And it's not only was it open, the Lord opened it for me. How yeah. could I possibly, oh, God, how yeah. could I possibly miss that? And kicked himself all the way to Macedonia, you know? Yeah. And instead, he says, well, okay, but thanks be to God. Anyway, because because God's doing something. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I blew it, but, you know, I got another chance. I got another day. Um, it's... Uh, and, and my life doesn't rise and fall based on that. My, my, my life is not based on what I do and don't do for God. My, my life yeah. is based on what, what Christ has already done for me. Mm. And, uh, uh, and a matter of fact, this, you know, the scriptures are full of this kind of thing. Like in Ephesians, we, good works that we do, they, they aren't ours. They're what we discover that God has already done beforehand. He's already, yeah. we're, we're walking in the works that God prepared before we ever yeah. showed up. <laughs> you know? Well, so, we, we talked about that. Didn't we talk about that months ago? I think it was Ephesians 2.10, is it? That, that workmanship, yeah. and we just walked in it, yeah. right? Yep. But, but so mm-hmm. many of us don't feel worthy of, of, of walking in it, right? 
you know, so many people struggle with just that whole feeling worthy or not good enough, right? I mean, you think those are those are things yeah. people deal with every every day, which is all the more reason why we need to walk through this little-known passage, you know, and understand the power of it, right? Yeah, I hope, hope so. Yeah, walk with us, please, and uh, stay with us. I think the assignments are going to be great. We already had uh, uh, a number of people post today, which I was excited. I've, I've still got some more to read because um, I haven't gone through them quite all yet. But um, So people are getting in, involved already, and uh, yeah. that's going to be important. It's it, it just... It, it just you know, it's it's what goes into us. We've got to know the truth. You know, Jesus yeah. said, um, you will be my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set yeah. you free. Well, if you don't know the truth, then you're not being set free. You're being in bondage. And, yeah. and you're going round and round the same circle. And, and the cycle goes down. And um, the the whole guilt cycle thing, man, you can never get out of that. The only thing you yeah. get out, the only way to get out of that, is total forgiveness. Walk out yeah. the other side. Get get out of that cycle. You are forgiven. Yeah. It's forgotten. God has a new way for you, and a new yeah. life for you. And um, amen. It, but you know, Gunner, if we don't hear that every day, we we yeah. start believing the lies, and, and it's you know it, it's. So all Satan needs to do is just have one of his demons whisper a few things in our ear, and and we're we're gone. You know, I mean, yeah, we're off the races to, again. Yeah, obviously he doesn't have to work on us anymore. He doesn't have to be around. Oh, he's taken care of. You know, yeah, John's they, going on the downhill yeah. cycle. I can I've got him down for about three days now. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's all it takes sometimes, <laughs> and we and you know, and then we beat ourselves up, and we're like, don't you know? I mean. You know, why do I do, what is it, was it, was it Paul? It says, you know, why do I do the things I know I shouldn't do and I don't do the things I yeah. know I should do? You know, again, you know, but, you know, John, you said in today's uh, catch, you said, you maybe, maybe elaborate on this for just a moment, you know, but our lives aren't always biblical. We aren't always able to do <laughs> what the Bible says. Maybe, maybe yeah. riff on that for a few moments. Oh, yeah, that was a good, <laughs> that, was that was a, a great line. That was a great statement. I like that line, yeah, our lives aren't always biblical. And uh, that's funny. I, I have to laugh because I, I had, my mother knew the Bible really well. And, uh, and she, she could have, she can quote chapters by, by memory. I mean, if, yeah. if we were ever in a bomb shelter, she's the one I want to be there, you know, because she could just, she could just rattle off scripture forever, you know? And, uh, but, but she would use it sometimes on us, you know, which is, I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, she believed it, and I think sometimes it probably really was the right thing we needed to hear, you know. But, but uh, my, for instance, my mom would be the one who typically would, um, would walk up to Paul, you know, and when Paul decided that he'd just uh, – and quote himself back to him. She would quote him right to himself, you know, yeah. uh, that verse, you know. Well, Paul, you just got to give all your prayers to the Lord, and and He'll take care of it, and and the peace of God will flood your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Well, that's biblical, yeah, but you know that didn't work for Paul, even, and sometimes that doesn't work for us. It's not, 
it's just because our, our, our lives don't just fit into the mold all the time. And uh, um, you, you can't just apply scripture like that. You've got you've to understand it and, and get, it in, get it under your skin, get it into your life to where, to where you begin to know these things. And, and God, is, God is gracious with us. Um, yes. And there'll, there'll be times when, like Paul, I, I prayed and I, I just didn't, I, I don't think anybody heard me. I was, you know, David, David says he, he sometimes he's prayed and, and his prayers bounce off the heavens, you know, they come right back to him. Well, yeah. sometimes life is like that. Uh, and that's where you learn to just hang on. That's why you have to know the truth because then you, you just, you just, you hold to the truth. But thanks be to God, I'm going to say thanks be to God anyway, because I know he's always leading me. It doesn't feel like it, but I know he's leading me, even through this dark time. I'm going to, I'm going to believe that. I'm going to hold on to that. And if I didn't know that, mm. I would be in really big trouble. So, you know, that's, that's where we have, to, um, have, we have to know the word and have it remind us of the truth, because uh, uh, it, it's that that's going to set us free. That's right. Wow. This is, uh, and it's so timely too, you know, for those, uh, no matter when you listen to this podcast, you know, here on Blog Talk Radio as we launched the 21-Day Challenge and we jump in, really just dive into the, the new covenant. It's so ironic, isn't it, that we, we launched this on the week of Independence Day. Um, yeah. You know, 4th of July on Friday. And mm-hmm. as we kind of, you know, bring this this uh, this podcast to, to a close here, you know, you know, John, you know, there's significance in that Independence Day and then yeah. the covenant, the new covenant, you know. Yeah. Tie yeah. that together and the importance of that, where we're going to go over the next 20 days. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the end of Chapter 3, where um, by the time we get there, we will, we will, we'll be deep in here. We're, we're, we will have learned the secret to being adequate, and, and which also involves being not adequate, we will have learned how we hide, and we will uh, have learned how the old covenant makes us be something we're not and makes us hide behind veils and masks. I call them evangelical veils. <laughs> but, um, but when a man turns to the Lord, that veil is taken away of the Lord is in us. And, and this is what he says in chapter 3, verse 18. When we get there, it'll mean so much to you, so much more than it even does right now. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. And the liberty comes because it's him in us. It's not us. It's, it's his ministry. It's what he's doing. It's his life. It's his power. Um, he's doing it. And... Uh, you know, you you look to yourself, you're going to run out of gas. You're going to yeah. you're going to get frustrated. You're going to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You're going to never have enough. You 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 look to the Lord. You hold on and understand the new covenant. And begin to walk in it. Don't doesn't matter what you go through. Absolutely doesn't matter because He is the power in your life, and He is the one who will cause your life to actually mean something. Even the tough parts you're going through are going to mean something for somebody else. And um, because of that spirit 
is in you, and the Spirit will set you free. Amen. This is going to be quite the journey, and it has been so far, um, in John. So you, you know, we've got 20 more days of the 21-day challenge, and yep. uh, you've got a call to act. You've got a call to action. You've got a call to action each day, and we invite people to go to facebook.com/slash/thecatch uh, to to uh, post your your response to that call to action. Um, John, but this is uh, this is going to be good. We'll be talking more about this. I think we'll have some more podcasts yeah. talking about this. Just just you and I here, probably just kind of just dialing in even further on this. We want to invite people, so definitely you know follow the, the website catchjohnfisher.wordpress.com, facebook.com/slash/thecatch, and uh, and our blog talk radio/slash/thecatch, and don't miss a day. Uh, John, want you as we uh, we close today's podcast. Um, maybe just speak a word of encouragement to those that have heard this message tonight. Well, I think the 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 encouragement is simply to um, trust God, to rest in the Lord, and to know that whatever is going on in your life, even the mistakes you've made, God is leading you. That's that's the lesson for today. He is leading you. And not only leading you, but he's leading you in a public procession. That's what that triumph means. It's a, it's a parade. And whether you know it or not, he is actually going to make some statements through your life and through what you're going through. He's going to touch some other people. And you may or may not even know it, but it will be because of the fragrance of Christ in your life in spite of what you're going through. And that's always there. It always happens. So you can say with Paul, thanks be to God. You can always say that, regardless. Even when wow. USA loses. <laughs> <laughs> even, even when USA <laughs> loses. Uh, that's, a, that's an excellent word, John. Well, I think this has been, I think this has been good. And I, I know that those that will be listening to this podcast, whether tonight or in the days ahead to get this launched, um, you know, and bringing light, illuminating this word, this this passage of the new covenant is something that we all need to hear. We need to walk in this as God leads us mm-hmm. into this possession. And so, John, thanks so much for for bringing this uh, this 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 passage to us. And uh, as we move forward, great, Gunnar. Thank you. Thanks for for being with me too. You bet. Well, we're in this all together. Share this with your friends, everybody. Join us on the road ahead, one day at a time. Let's do this. We can make a difference, right? Let's send it out with the song, Matthew's Blues. All right. Thanks, John. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together. The fellow man Hoping we can make it better Thanks, Gunner really Thanks, John <laughs>